0: Good morning, Green Bay Packers fans. If you want to call it a good morning, it's a good morning for me, but for some people it might not be, because, whoa, what a night we had last night. Well, we'll get to that. Brian is here with me.
1: Yep.
0: How you doing, Brian? Not bad. How are you doing? Oh, you know, I'm... Living the life of a Packers content creator. There is never a dull moment, even in the off season.
1: No especially when
0: York. your quarterback, at least for now, is Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> for now. For now. If you live under a rock and you haven't heard, Aaron Rodgers and the New York Jets have spoken. What do you think about that, Brian?
1: Well, I mean, obviously, uh, somebody already talked about it. If if they had meetings, the Packers had to say it was okay. Had to, you know, otherwise, that's tampering. So, I mean, that's obviously clearing the way for you know a move or a potential move at least.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm more than okay with it. Always appreciate, always will appreciate what Aaron Rodgers <laughs> has done for the organization. But you know. Jordan Love has been sitting there for 3 years. Yep. It's time time to give him a chance. Yep. Do you think um, if if the if a trade happens, will it affect how the Packers approach the draft?
1: Um I think a little bit, not not, ex- not an extreme amount. Um They'll probably, I mean, if if Farand has gotten gone, they'll have the extra picks, of course, and um, they'll probably looking more, be looking a little more long term with their picks. But I mean, they still already kind of do that anyway, so um, you know, maybe a little bit, but I wouldn't see, I wouldn't say a lot.
0: Yeah, I agree. I feel like they should be trying to improve the roster, regardless of who is the quarterback. I mean, but wouldn't it be funny, ironic, if this was the year that they get a first-round wide receiver?
1: Yeah, everyone's been saying that. It would be funny.
0: Hilarious.
1: Aaron Rodgers would be be shaking his fist.
0: And you know the Jets aren't going to draft a wide receiver in the first round this year either. Of course, if they trade for Aaron Rodgers, they won't have a first-round pick. Exactly. Even if they did, they wouldn't be taking a, a wide receiver first either. So that's kind of ironic. Yeah, they're pretty of course, set up He, would, he would have, uh, what's the guy over there from Ohio State? Wilson. Will, Garrett Wilson. Yeah. Yeah. To throw, to, He's a stud. And Corey Davis, too. Yeah. He's okay. Yeah. Not bad. Not
1: yeah, he's bad. not bad.
0: What about free agency? Do you think, like, because I'm seeing stuff this morning that says that if the Packers trade Aaron Rodgers, the Jets, or any team are going to want the Packers to eat some of his salary, which, I mean, we already have his salary on the books anyway, so I think that if we were to Eat some of it. It wouldn't really affect free agency that much. I think we would still get a little bit of salary relief. But do you think that if we trade him, that'll affect free agency at all?
1: Yeah, of course. I mean, you know, because I mean, if he's back, I mean, you're probably bringing back um, big dog. You're probably him back trying to bring back Cobb. You know, guys like that. But if he's not, I mean, there's no reason to bring back Cobb. Oh, they might. But I mean, still, there'd be less less reason to bring that, <coughs> that cod, left, hand, that big dog. You know, you're gonna... If he's back, you're gonna be a veteran who can come in and play. If he's not back, you know, you're not really looking for a, a veteran. You're probably looking for young guys and, and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, I think so, too. And I think that, like, it's going to affect maybe um, just... The weapons that they try to get, they're going to try to put Jordan Love in as good of a position to succeed as possible.
1: Yeah, but definitely. I do.
0: I do think that you know, if if you don't bring back Rodgers, you're not bringing back Cobb, and you're and you're not bringing back Lewis. Although I wouldn't really mind seeing Lewis back because he's a bonus lineman.
1: Yeah, he's he's six. He's he's a six lineman out there.
0: Yeah. Yeah, although I, I, I noticed someone at the draft that reminded me a lot of him. Or, I'm sorry, at the combine that reminded me a lot of him. Yeah, so. that
1: comp's been out there for a while.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, let's talk some combine. My favorite thing. <laughs> yes. Well, who, um... let's just rip it off, start it off. Who'd you like? Who'd you like the most?
1: Um, <clears throat> there's a number of guys. Um, I don't think there's anyone really that surprised me too too much. I mean, a lot of there's a few guys here and there. Like a couple guys didn't work out like I was going to expect. Um, them two. Um, uh, like uh, what's it called? Don'tavian Wicks. So I was a little surprised he ran like a f- four six. I was kind of surprised by that. I thought he going to run faster. Um, you know, and um. Uh, Jordan Addison ran a little bit slower than we were, than people thought. Um but nobody really stood out like as far as like, oh my God, this guy was so fast. This guy, I didn't know that this guy was that athletic. You know, it was kind of a lot of them kinda I kinda expected. Um I think Jackson Jackson Smith, J- Jack Smith, Jack Smith and Jigba probably he's probably did better on the Jilly drills I thought he was that I thought he was gonna do. Um you know, but th- things like that. Like I mean the running backs like they all kinda did what kind of what you expected, you know. Um, you know, B.J. Robinson was like the best guy out there with the running backs. Um, you know, Jimmer Gibbs was ran well. He ran fast. Of course, he expected him to run fast. Um, no one else really. Uh, I mean, people kind of were kind of surprised by Zach Coons, but I kind of knew he was going to test out really well, so it didn't. That really didn't surprise me too much. Um, probably Washington. Probably, Darnell Washington from Georgia he probably ran or tested a little bit better than he was going to do um we all kind of knew he That's was asking my
0: Mercedes lewis comp right? yeah no,
1: he's been he's, he's had that Mercedes lewis he's, comp for like two years <laughs>
0: yeah he's a big guy did you see the video of of comparing him to the other tight ends uh with the with the sled
1: uh no uh, i didn't see, i saw i saw the video of him pushing the sled but i didn't see the one. yeah team.
0: well it was it was funny it was is was darnell washington on the sled compared to the other tight ends and of course he moves the sled like it's nothing yeah, of course, because and then it shows the other tight ends, and they're you know, they're they, you know, it, it's a sled, but they're obviously not moving it with as much ease as <laughs> as Washington is.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, you're near two sixty plus, and
0: yeah, and like, but he's not going to like he's literally going to be like Mercedes Lewis in the in in that he's a he's a pretty decent blocker. But he's not gonna be a a top receiving threat, or at least that's not what he's projected to be. Is that accurate?
1: Um, yeah. I mean, because I mean, he tested out like a freak, but kind of. But like, it's just not really his game to be like. He's not gonna be a George Kill. He's not gonna be a um, uh, what's the name? Kansas City. He's not gonna be one of those guys that's gonna go out there. They're gonna split him out and put Travis him in the slot. Kelsey. Kelsey, oh. right, right. He's not gonna put a sweater on. Listen to slide. He's not gonna go out there catching ninety balls or a thousand yards and stuff like that. It's just not not his game. I mean, despite how athletic he tested out to be.
0: Yeah, but he could be a pretty good uh, red zone target. Yeah, he should be. He's huge. What is yeah. he like? And six six four.
1: Six six, and he's got like a six, big six, wing man Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. And uh, another video of him that went viral. Was a one-handed catch that he made, very circus catch thrown by Kurt Benkert, by the <laughs> way. And yeah, I mean he's a very exciting prospect. He's a guy that stood out to me just because tight end is something that the Packers need. I mean Josiah DeGuar is the only tight end with any NFL experience that it's under contract on our roster for next year. And yep. He's more of an H back, right? A traditional tight end. So I do think that the Packers are going to look at tight ends early, not round one.
1: <laughs> no, not round one.
0: No, that's not. No. But I could see a second a second round pick. And to be honest, I hope they trade out of the third round because anyone who gets drafted in the third round will be cursed.
1: Yep, the Packers curse. <laughs>
0: yes, it's awful. Awful. Just terrible. Okay. <laughs> so I liked him. I like him for the Packers because of the blocking and everything. I think that that would be a good weapon, regardless of who is quarterback, because of the height and strength in the red zone. And especially with Alan Lazard probably not going away. I mean, they need as many good blockers as they as they can. But I, I did notice on his scouting report, that's Darnell Washington's scouting report, that he is not a very good lead blocker. Down the he, field,
1: oh, down the field. Yeah. I guess not. I mean, but, I mean, he's still a good blocker in general. Like, oh yeah, he's line. a great blocker in general. In line, yeah.
0: That I, I was noticing our your your friend Ian Cummings. Yeah. His scouting report said that he, down the field, as a as a lead blocker, he kind of <laughs> kind of struggles.
1: Yeah, you but, know, you know that
0: like... you know you got to remember these guys are coming in as prospects. They're not polished.
1: Yeah, especially you know? plus moving that a six six body at two sixty. It's not gonna. It's going to be a little harder moving that body around down the yeah. field.
0: Yeah. I, I'm i glad you brought him up, obviously, because I really liked him too. Okay. Um, the Ohio State wide receiver, JSN. Right. You, you brought him up. I think that if the Packers were to take a wide receiver in the first round, it might be him, but I'm not quite sure he fits there. Their tendencies,
1: not really actually, and because um, he's going to be more of a slot guy in the NFL. That it's not really the Packers' weight type style, I should say, to draft like a, a slot receiver in the first round, um, and especially his arms are pretty short for a slot receiver or for a receiver in general, because um, you know his his arms he has the same arm length as uh, Tank Dell, who's five eight, <laughs> and JSN's you know almost six one. He has a thirty, yeah, thirty and a half inch arm, which is pretty, which is kind of short. So that's probably why he's being picked as a slot. So probably why Green not gonna. I wouldn't. I don't think Green would take him in the first round. It looks like you froze. uh, so, still so recording. I guess I can talk a little bit more until you get back up. Um, so, yeah, like I said, JSN, he's not really the Packers type. Um, so, if they take a receiver, they could take someone like in the second round, the third round. Um, you know, someone like a, an At Perry would fit, or a Sid Tillman from Tennessee. Um, you know, or or um, she Rice from SMU. Um, you know, it's Octavian Wicks. Even though he did run four six, supposedly he he had, he had hurt his hip. Run um, running his forty, so he's probably once he reruns it, um, he'll probably run a better time at his pro day. Um, you know, my one of my favorite guys, Jonathan Mingo from um, Ole Miss, um, was also really fits with the Packers because he's like 6'1", 220 and runs like a four four six, and he's just like a big blocking type guy. Um, but you know, like, and then also another guy that kind of stood out um, was the from Northwestern. Um, was uh, I was gonna forget at, at At a Tomiwa I know it's at a boy, I can't pronounce his first name, but anyway, the guy from Northwestern, he, he played on the actually on the edge at Northwestern, but he's like 6'2 280 but with like 33 inch arms. Um, wow. but he really blew up on the combine actually. He ran like a 4'49 at 282, and there you're back.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I'm back. Sorry about that. You know, this is always my problem with my podcast with Gilbert, too. <laughs> computer. Because Gilbert,
1: Gilbert would shut down the internet.
0: Yeah, well, you know, we all had our own things. Gilbert was always late. I always had computer issues. McQuaid always had to look up his stuff. <laughs> but, yeah, so anyway, we're talking about JSN. Not really the Packers prototype wide receiver uh for a lot of reasons and they don't draft a wide receiver in the first round anyway but there are a few wide receivers that i liked for a day two pick
1: yeah
0: my number one is rashie weiss rice (laughs) weiss Weiss. (laughs) yeah rice yeah i really liked him and you know what i like about him is that, I mean, the Packers are going to have, Christian Watson is going to be your, your wide receiver one, I think. Pretty much, yeah. I I mean, we saw what he did towards the end of the season. And he's going to be the guy. But you need someone who's going to replace Am Lazard in, in someone who's going to do the dirty work. I mean, a guy that can be a two or three option, but mm-hmm. is also going to, you know, line up in the it, it, line up in the slot or whatever, and provide extra blocking. That's what Rashid what Rice does. He loves blocking. Like he even went out of his way to talk about that at the combine. <laughs> and so I really like him.
1: Yeah, I mean, you can see it on this film. I mean, I've been talking to the guy up for probably a year and a half. Um, you know, he was, he, he's a, and he's totally, uh, definitely like a, totally, um, I put it a team player, um, because he actually was, he started SMU in uh, 2020. And because, um, if y'all remember, remember Reggie Roberson, that really, he was a really fast guy. He, he blew out his ACL early in the 2020 season. So, Rasheed Rice took over and was a starter. So, and then Reggie Roberson came back in 2021 and so, I mean, team player Rasheed Rice actually shifted over to the slot and played in the slot in 2021, which obviously hurt his production. He could easily transfer it out, but he stayed. But he still played really well in the slot, and it actually helped his it really helped his um, his stock because it showed how versatile he could be playing in the slot, playing in the outside. Um, yeah, it just really helped him, and just showed what a team player he is.
0: Yeah, and I mean he's no slouch as a pass catcher either. I mean. Last year, he had almost 1,400 yards receiving and, and 10 touchdowns. So, I mean, he's no slouch. I really liked him.
1: Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, and he's he's not the fastest guy out there. But, I mean, he's still got plenty of speed. You know, he's physical. He'll get yards off the catch. He's quick. You know, he's a good route runner. Um, you know, he can stack DBs and get down the field and stuff.
0: Yeah. Um... There was one offensive lineman from Northwestern. I can't remember his name. Peter Skorkowski, I think, something like that. I don't remember.
1: You mean Peter Skronki?
0: Skronki, yeah, sure. Skronsky. Polish, and he said that he would love to play for the Green Bay Packers because he grew up a Packers fan. Well, yeah, unfortunately. Cause...
1: His grandfather played for the Packers.
0: Oh, yeah. And he would love to play for the Packers. But, yeah. unfortunately, he doesn't really fit their uh, tendencies at O-line, does he?
1: Well, he does. He doesn't. I mean, he doesn't fit for offensive tackle for the Packers. Um, but they would definitely see him as a guard. I mean, he's athletic enough to play guard. He's you know strong enough. He's got all the skills. So he could play guard in Green Bay. Just because of his 32-inch arms. Um, the Packers would not draft him as a tackle. I mean, they'd probably train him and let him, you know, as a as a as a swing type thing. But he would he primarily be a guard in Green Bay.
0: That's fair. Yeah. That's, That's fair. fair. I don't. Um... Do you see them going offensive line in the first round?
1: I could. I mean, because just how the the board may fall, there's a it's a pretty good offensive tackle class, um, and some team may see him as an as a tackle. So they may he may, he may be the first tackle off the board, and then I mean you got a number of um, tackles that can go in the first. You got Paris Johnson from Ohio State, uh, Broderick Jones from uh, Georgia, um, he possible, well possibly even Blake Freeland just because he tested so well, but I, I think he's more of a day two guy. Um, and even one of my, my favorite tackles, um, Anton Harrison, he could go possibly slip into the first. So I mean there could there's some guys that they could take in the first round if if they really wanted to that are could be worth the 15th pick
0: i think they're gonna go defense personally
1: that's where i think they're gonna end up going but i I think it's still possible that they go tackle
0: oh yeah it's definitely possible especially you know i don't know what their plans are for the future you know i thought you did well i pretend like i do But, you know, David Bakhtiari could end up being a cap casualty in the future. Not this year, but he could be next year. Or, I mean, and then you're going to have to replace David Bakhtiari. I mean, they have Zach Tom, and I I mean, he played really well. But, you know, you can never have too many good tackles, especially if you know that you're going to be moving on from a five-time pro bowler pretty soon. Yeah, that's something the Packers
1: have always believed in, that you can never have enough good left tackles.
0: Yeah. So, but I also feel like, as far as the offensive line goes, the Packers are very good in terms of where their starters are, as long as the coaching staff realizes who is playing well and who isn't, and doesn't stick their heads in the sand when guys struggle. Like last year, they had Jake Hansen and Rasheed Walker playing starting roles on the offensive line and they were awful. They were just terrible. But once they, you know, switched them out and they put in, you know, and everyone got healthy and they put in um, you know, Jeremy honestly. Jr. And, and Zach Tom and everything like that. They, they played extremely well.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, and then when they put, you know, uh, Jenkins back where he belonged to left guard, that really helped. And then uh, they put uh, Nyman where he should have been for the last two years basically playing right tackle. Um, that helped. But then Nyman, of course, is restricted free agent. You know, um, Myers was up and down. So still some questions. Yeah. Do
0: you think that they're going to look to replace Myers?
1: Yeah. Um, well? I don't necessarily think they'd love to replace him, but I think they'll they'll want to give him some competition. Um, I could easily see um, Zach Tom coming in and or them moving Zach Zach Tom into more center to give Myers the competition, and then you know if for some reason uh, Zach Tom beats him out, then they'll probably cross-train Myers at guard or something like that to see if he can maybe even play some guard.
0: Okay. Now, the... Big question, all Wisconsin Badgers fans. Want to know. which of our guys at the combine do you think best fits on the team?
1: Oh, that's pretty easy. It's Keanu Benton, the Demon's the tackle. He's he's really good. I mean, the only thing is that, uh, Wisconsin used him uh, not to his best abilities. They used him more of a nose tackle. That's not really the best of his abilities. He's more of like a of a penetrating type guy. More of a guy who could play like you know, two-tech, you know, two-eye, you know, three-tech, three-eye, maybe probably even some four-four-eye type of stuff. Um, I wouldn't put him at, you know, nose tackle. Um, you know, he can play it, but it's not, like, his best position. He does best when he kind of can kind of penetrate and, and get into the backfield. He has a pretty good swim move, um, you know, and that's just probably the best use of his skills. Um, he's not really a guy that's, like, great at taking on, like, double teams and stuff like that. I mean, he can do it a little bit, but it's not his... Um, his best skill. I think if you put him more as a penetrator, like a free tech type guy, you will really see his numbers type t- t- take off and his production take off.
0: What Wisconsin? Not using guys correctly? <laughs> Never. Well, we'll see how we'll see how that changes under under Coach Fickle. That's gonna be exciting. Yeah, he put a,
1: he he put a good defense against Cincinnati.
0: Yeah, he sure did. Yeah. He sure did. We're very excited up here about the new direction of the Badgers football program.
1: Yeah. you got like five quarterbacks now, too.
0: And they're all so good. <laughs> what about Tipman?
1: Joe Tipman, yeah, he's a good one. He's a, he's a center. He's a good player. Um, I think if they... Um, if for some reason they want to move on from Myers or if they want to move Myers to guard... Um, I could see them see them bringing him in. Otherwise, I don't. I don't think so because he's gonna go pretty high. Um, probably yeah.
0: Isn't he like really? third round? Probably around should.
1: there. Yeah. So I think unless they plan on moving Myers to guard or or, or something like that, or maybe even possibly moving Titman to guard because Titman could probably play guard unless they want to do something like that. Um, you know, I, I don't really see them going after Titman unless they want to do something like that.
0: Yeah, he's not—he's not really offensive tackle material. At least on the Packers.
1: No. Um, no, he's got like thirty-two inch arms. Yeah, so he's not going to be play tackle, yeah. but he can play guard because he is like six-five or six-six. Yeah,
0: he's six, big. So. He is a big guy, 1st center, yeah. <laughs> um, and of course, the last one is Herbig. <laughs> what you—what do you think about him? Like the the I. He's another guy I don't think the Badgers really used the best of his abilities. They used him a lot as a middle linebacker, and he's going in as, like, an edge rusher. I think that he's going to be, like, okay eventually. I, th- I can see him having, like, a, a Leo Chenal type effect where, you know, you see flashes of it. But he's going to be a little bit of a, of a project for whatever NFL team drafts him.
1: I mean, yeah, because he was kind of more of a rusher at Wisconsin, but he's so small. Um, he was uh, 6'2", 240 at the combine, with thirty one inch arms. It's that's that's just too small to play edge in the NFL, especially that arm length. You're you're gonna get destroyed, and he's he's not really that not that physical of a player. So uh, I think he's gonna be at best off moving to off ball, and that's probably what will happen. Uh, he'll get moved to off ball linebacker in the NFL.
0: Packers don't really have a need for an off ball linebacker, so
1: not that early, no.
0: No no Herbig. Of course the, the Badgers or the Packers don't really draft Badgers that often. No Cole Van Lanen, but he was kind of I think he was like a sixth round pick or mm-hmm. seventh round pick or something Six, like yeah. that. Kind of like a afterthought. And I don't think he's on the team anymore. He was shot in the dark. Yeah,
1: I know he's not there anymore.
0: Right. Yeah. All right. Do you have any other final combine <laughs> takeaways?
1: Um, yeah, actually, I was thinking about that where we were talking earlier too. Um, Jack Campbell from Iowa kind of surprised me as far as his workouts. Um, because he tested highly, he tested like a nine point something raz. Um, but, but from watching his film, he doesn't move that athletically on film. He's kind of a clunky, slow mover. He's like this big, kind of you know six, five, 250 hundred fifty pound linebacker that. He can drop in some coverage a little bit, but like he's not a guy you're gonna want covering a tight end down the seam. Um, you don't want him covering, even though he said he's gonna have to. I don't think you want him covering. Um, you know, what's his name in Miami? Um,
0: Tyreek Hill.
1: Tyreek Hill. He's like, oh, I'm having. He said made some comment. The company, I'm like, oh, sometimes I have to cover Tyreek Hill. I'm like, no, no. I really hope whoever drafts you does not put you covering Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill's gonna destroy him. Um, but you know, he could play. He's he's good in the box. But, I mean, his athletically, tested was, like, a lot better. But on his film, he's just, like, looks like a, he's, like, a big box linebacker, you know. Um, but the corners really tested out really well. Um, the two guys from uh, Maryland, uh, Bennett, and um, um, uh, Banks, they both tested out really well. Highly, both, like, nine RIS plus. Um, so, like, the corners are really athletic this year. Um, but the safeties are, oh, my gosh, they were just
0: like i mean we talked about this before the nfl teams know what they're gonna do before the combine it's just combine is a little bit i'm not gonna say that like for for nfl teams i don't think any safeties really perform their way off their boards in the first round but for draft experts and fans mm-hmm. a lot of safeties played themselves off of the first round boards
1: yeah definitely Like brian branch ran the four six which kind of blew everybody away. everybody thought he was gonna be like four five four four five around that range you know and just i mean jl skinner didn't run but he probably would have ran he was supposed to run like the four fives and just you know christopher smith didn't run that well um you know it's just none of most of the guys didn't run very well it's it's um like I said, it was we kinda kinda knew it wasn't a great class, but ugh, it was not good.
0: Yeah, it's not a good it's not a good year to need a safety like the Packers do. Right. You know, it's uh they're really gonna if if they take one especially if they take one early, they're really gonna need to hit a home run.
1: On it because yeah,
0: these guys um woof.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's a couple guys that I like um, that are kind of more my my day three sleeper type guys, um, and they actually tested well. Uh, Jason Taylor from Oklahoma State, he tested pretty well. I like him. He's versatile. He can play strong. He can play three. He can play the slot. He got good cover skills. He can come down. He can play the run. Um, he can do a little bit of everything. He's a good player. He, like I said, he tested well. Um, uh, no relation to the former uh, Miami Dolphins uh, <laughs> uh, pass rusher. But um and then um, you know, um a couple of my guys I did like that didn't test well were Jair Brown and Kavon Merriweather from uh, Iowa and uh, Penn State respectively, they didn't test that well. Um but yeah, it's just overall it's um not a great group.
0: <laughs> no, unfortunately it's not. Yeah. For the Packers at least. Yeah, definitely.
1: <laughs> and then a lot of people love Sydney um uh, Sydney Brown from Illinois, but his tackling is, ugh. and he's kind of short, like 5'9". He's kind of more of a box guy, so I don't know if he really fits in Green Bay. Um, yeah, it's just, just just looking at the guys right now. There were a couple guys that had, had ran like four sevens at the Combine. It's just bad.
0: Yeah, it's it's not good. Like, like we said, if you need a safety like the Packers do, <laughs> this is a bad year to want yeah. to draft one.
1: <laughs> Definitely a bad year. Mm-hmm.
0: I I wanted, uh, what was his name? Sine? Sine? The Vikings drafted him last year.
1: Oh, uh, uh, Lucene. Yeah. Sine? No, it's Lucene. I think it's Sine. Yeah, 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 Lucene, yeah.
0: Got hurt, but, man. Yeah, he played a few games and then he got hurt. He was a draft crush of mine last year. (laughs) But, oh well.
1: Well, that's that's the breaks, I guess.
0: I guess, I guess. Let's see if they get Adrian Amos back, which nice. unfortunately might be the best case scenario for them at the safety position.
1: Maybe I mean, there's some there's some free agent safeties that could sign. I guess that are kind of okay guys. Um, I forgot who it was, but someone had put out a list earlier. Some guys they could sign. There were a couple guys in there that are kind of okay that they maybe could sign.
0: Um, yeah, we'll see. They, Like John Johnson is going to be out there. Yeah, they've been linked to... Well, there are a few uh, NFL writers that are linking the Packers to the guy from Cincinnati. Bates? Um, Yeah. There's no way they're
1: going to... Jesse Bates is going to get a big old bag. I I think
0: that he might be out of their price range. Yeah, he's going to be way out of the range. Way out.
1: The people connecting with John Johnson, who was getting cut by Cleveland, and he played for... uh, the Rams when um, LaFleur was there so LaFleur kind of knows John Johnson so that's a guy that might be leading to the Packers
0: well that might be interesting mm-hmm. very interesting alright well we're going to close our show with our dad's story of the of the week. We haven't done this last couple of weeks because we have guests and we are distracted no. by, by their greatness. So we're going we're gonna to give our, our dad's story of, of the week. So my dad's story of the week is we got a new truck. Right. A, a beige pickup truck, which Ricky loves. He loves beige pickup trucks. That's why we actually bought it, because he loves it. And every morning when we take him out to go to school or run errands, he... It's a beige pickup truck. And then five minutes after we start driving away, he's still going, We're in a beige pickup truck. And it's been a couple of weeks and he still loves it and it's still like the best thing ever. And so I really like that.
1: <laughs> That's good. Um Yeah, it's good that he's happy about that. We got the truck for him, not for you guys. That's right. Um for me, I don't I was trying to think about that earlier. Like Nothing I can think of has happened really this week that stands out specifically um, with my girls. Um, I mean, you know, I, my my little one, like I, I think I told you about, like, last time, she she started a new school. Um, and I'm actually really proud of her, but just because she just took to it so easily. A lot of times kids, you change them from one school to another, like, they're, they're kind of shy about it. And they're kind of like, eh, 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 you know. But she went in there, and, like, my wife went in there, was going to stay with her for a while. She's like, no, Mommy, you can leave. You can go. I'm I'm good. So that was that was kinda cool. Like we were kinda, you know, weren't sure how she was gonna take the adjusting to a new school. So um yeah, and then when I've been picking her up every day from school, she's always happy and excited and you know, so she likes her teacher, she likes her class. Um, and then actually I guess her new teacher every week they have to recite a poem. So she likes that. I guess she has to, we have to practice with a poem through year She, she last last week it was like a rain, rain go away type of song. This week it's like a sun, sun, sunshine type of song. So um uh, she's happy that with that, she's enjoying that.
0: Awesome. It's good stuff. Uh oh, well that's gonna do it for our show. Combine is over. Next week is opening a free agency, so I'm sure we'll have lots to talk about.
1: Yeah, because Pax will be getting the checkbook ready, right?
0: A yeah, well I just got a notification from Rob Domovsky that Aaron Rodgers and the Jets will continue talking today. So
1: well, yeah, we we're talking today, so I guess we can talk some more. Yep,
0: yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Interesting. So that'll be interesting. Anyway, uh you can follow me on Twitter at the other Robin Nineteen and I'm all over Wisconsin Sports Relics and Gridiron Relics.
1: And you can get me at uh, <clears throat> bmaafi, that's B-M-A-A-F-I, on Twitter. And then uh, I'm on ATV Network, um, the Rise and Draft database. I'm working on that every day. I've been punching in all the um, combine um, measurements I got that was updated last night. The last one was updated last night, I should say. And then I'm working on my Cheesehead TV draft guide, um, the Kickers, Motton, and my special article. I'm, they're both basically done. have a couple small finishing touches that like I do onto them, but they're basically done.
0: There you go, there you go, everyone. Well, I hope you believe in love, cause it's almost that time. The pack is see for you, you later. Yeah, see you later, everyone. Bye.